0: Bye. Hey, Super women listeners, this is your host, Rebecca Minkoff, and up next in my Corona edition, I'm speaking with the incredible Tracy Burns of UBS. Tracy is a dear friend and the matchmaker, actually, between the amazing Female Founder Collective and UBS partnership that is sponsoring a cohort of over 50 female-founded small businesses to get them financially and investment-ready. And I'm thrilled to talk to her today about tips, tricks, resources, how to navigate this, not only as a small business owner, but as an employee or as the unfortunate recipient of a furlough or layoff. So take a listen, no matter what this episode and her notes apply to you. Thank you for joining me. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. There's a lot to talk about. There's so much to talk about. Do you mind sharing like a brief bio of your background and where you are now just so our listeners can get um acclimated and understand the the wealth of knowledge that
1: you can share (laughs) or the long and crooked career path I took you mean
0: I mean Um, but that's also something great to talk about
1: (laughs) I um I got my MBA in accounting wanted thought I wanted to be an accountant realized I wanted to be a writer tried to write a romance novel they told me to go back to accounting it was probably foreshadowing of my future marriage it was horrible (laughs) I found nonfiction writing and became a financial journalist and had like an amazing career in financial journalism. I was there when the Russian ruble fell apart, the tech bubble, the financial crisis I reported from the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. I I got to be an anchor on Fox Business and Fox News for 10 years. So it was amazing until it just wasn't. I didn't feel like I was doing anything that helped anyone. And I started meeting all these amazing women like yourself who... We're starting all these great businesses, and so many said to me, there's nobody to talk to other than, with all due respect, to the old, older white men. There's no one else to talk to, and realized there was a huge void in the financial advisory world. So, took a leap, took a bunch of tests, and uh, here I am, trying my best.
0: Well, I would say you're doing a pretty good job. You found a <laughs> home at UBS. You have great clients. So, I'd love to speak today um, about some... Points that you're probably well versed in. Do you want to start with what you think is important, what's
1: noteworthy, where people should get their pens and paper out? Sure. I mean, I think I think you want everyone to look forward, right? I think we're past the world's, you know, oh my God, is the world going to fall apart? It's not. We're going to get through this. So now it's a matter of how are you going to come out on the other side, and you want to come out better. There's no reason why we shouldn't. And I think now more than ever, you want you want to surround yourself with the right people. So that's your team of trusted advisors. Do you, you know, that includes your attorney, your accountant, your financial advisors. Are you talking to these people regularly? Cause like no woman is an island. There's no I in team, right? So we need to be on the phone with these people. And if these people aren't calling you regularly and checking in, you need new people. You need yeah. to know, because there's things and the world is changing fast and furious. The rules to the the loans are changing, the tax rules are changing. So before you start dipping into personal savings and saying, I need to fund my business, so I'm going to use our vacation fund, talk to an advisor. Maybe, maybe you're better off getting a credit line. Maybe you're, you should leave the money there. Like maybe don't touch retirement funds. Maybe there's other ways around it. And the only way to find this out is to actually get on the phone and talk to people.
0: So if people don't have a financial advisor, how do they go about getting one? I think some people hear that and it means like, oh, maybe I need to be uh, at a certain wealth bracket to even get an advisor. But does any, can anyone get
1: a financial advisor? Anyone should reach out to me. Like I, at this point, everyone and anyone, and there is no income limit on who needs an advisor. We all need help because your business, you know, you can own a restaurant. That's why in God's name, would you have any idea about what the stock market is doing? You're too busy serving food. Like, I don't know anything about cooking. I'll be the first to tell you, but I know my business. And so reach out to someone who does. So absolutely. I mean, people should just email me. I'm happy to answer and help because if, there's an advisor for everyone.
0: Okay. And what should be, so I think there's two buckets of information. There's the people that have small businesses that are struggling, whether it's the restaurant industry or the fashion industry industry and um in some of my other editions we spoke about financial alternatives to just raising money so could you break down what you think small businesses can do outside of you know the SBA loans just how to be smart about staying afloat right now
1: right uh, yeah yeah look for sure so one let's let's talk about reforecasting cash flow look at your liabilities like let's take pen pen to paper here and really think about the viability of your model because you, you could have a beautiful restaurant or a phenomenal fashion business, but we, this new normal is gonna last for a while. We will have to do this you know, social distancing for a while. We're not flicking a switch and going back to normal. So can your business sustain the new normal? I mean, conservatively, right? The next year, can you do that? And if you can't, how are you going to pivot? What are you going to do differently to make yourself last so that way when we do get back and there is a vaccine and we are not afraid to shake each other's hands, you'll be, you'll be right there ready to go.
0: Yeah, I think the part about pivot is really key because I think like I read somewhere last night, like restaurants, could they become little mini markets? Or as fashion designers, you know, we're going to be selling masks for, a, for their foreseeable future for, you know, right. uh, for a while. It's not something that's just going to go away when this ends. So I think... Uh, addressing the pivot is smart, and it's not all lost. I think it's time. I think you know, lots of great companies came out of the last recession, like Airbnb or right. Uber. So, like, do you have any ways that these like some people just feel stuck, right? And they're just yeah. like, I don't even like paralyzed. Like, what do you what do you recommend for that? So it's just <laughs> like holy shit, what do I do
1: now? Well right, like Trader Joe's came out of the Great Recession in nineteen fifties. Like so many great companies came out of times like this. And I think it's often it's often on the business owner sometimes to think for me. Like, I'm home, I don't know what I need, I'm panicking right now. Perfect example, I have a little wine, um they, wine company. And they canned wine. And so she had all these events planned and And they all got canceled and she, you know, at one point she's like, we might have to close the doors. What are we gonna do? And she proactively got on the phone with all the people that were planning those events and said, you know, instead, why don't you do a cyber event and gift this canned wine to all your people and do it almost as like a morale thing. And I thought that was so smart because she, she basically thought for them. They're so, you know, they're just trying to keep the lights on, right? And she came up with this great idea so I think there's that stuff like that has to happen more and more. Like, think for me, tell me what I need because I don't really know yep. right now. Right, totally. I think
0: I had to get out of my own shell. I was shocked the first week, and it just I can't, just took I can't a, imagine. I'm
1: still shocked, but I think I was. Par-
0: <laughs> I think I was paralyzed the first week, and now I'm like, okay, spring into
1: action. It's it's a war, you know. Right, um, and one more thing too. I think be really careful about laying people off. I know you're trying to streamline, and you're nervous. But when this does turn, and it will, there are costs to finding new employees that are amazing. You know, whether you have to pay a recruiter or you you have this gap for a while that becomes almost an expense or a liability versus m- being able to move the company forward the second the lights are, are ready, you know, to be turned back on. So maybe talk to your employees before you have to lay people off. You could furlough, you could... S- Maybe you could compromise and say, I'm not going to, you know, I can't pay you everything, but I'll pay you something and you could work less or, I don't know. I just, again, think open communication is really key here.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I think now uh, like the, the having the compassion is also important, you know, right? I wrote, I wrote, not that it would help them now, but for every person we had to lay it off, you know, I personally wrote them all a letter of recommendation. I told them you're going to be the first call I make as soon as we reopen for business, you know, and just. Carry, I think, goes a long way, you know?
1: People don't forget. I I use the example of my mother, um, my Italian, my Sicilian mother, at my grandmother's funeral in 1980. My mother could tell you every single person who was there and who was not there. People don't forget when you're nice to them and when you're good to them. And it goes a long way. And I think that's how you build customers. On the personal
0: front, so for someone who doesn't have the lovely stress of a small business, um, <laughs> what do you recommend they do, you know, if with their savings or like, how should they be, how should they approach be spending money? Cause like I'm saying shop anyways, keep the economy alive, you know, support female founders. And some people
1: are saying, well, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I want to save my money. It's really hard, right? Like we had a conversation in this, my own house, I have three teenagers and I stopped buying bottled water. And I had like a mutiny and I said, but you're not leaving. (laughs) You don't have to carry something somewhere. And I am trying to be a little bit more careful about what we're spending our money on around here. Cause I don't know how long this is going to last either. Right. So with that, I think if you can save, if you can put a little aside, if you're not, you know, we're not going out, we're not paying dry cleaning bills. I certainly haven't put gas in my car and I can't tell you how long. I think everyone really start needs to think about that. Like, that emergency fund? Is it funded? Is it? Can you start to save a little just in case this lasts longer than all of us you know, hope it, uh, or praying that it does not? And think about where you are invested in this market, if indeed you are. It could be shaky for a while. Make sure that you could sleep at night. But there are definitely some sectors that are going to come out of this stronger than others. So here again is where you really want to talk to someone who spends days staring at screens and knows you know, you have, you have a life, you have a job, you you don't have the time. This is when these people come into play. Right.
0: If you have money to save, save it, squirrel it away. What do you, what do you recommend? Like six months of, of
1: savings, or. So I love this question actually. So I think, yes, six months for sure. But I also think you have to think holistically, like super big picture. So the next three to five years, what, what am I, what are my expenses? And, you know, do I have a wedding coming up? Do I have to pay for college? Do I have the money to do that? And if so, or if not, I should say, then that money needs to, one, you need to start saving for it. And two, it needs to be easily accessible. So like, let's not put that in the stock market, really. Let's think about putting that in CDs or cash equivalents or money market funds where they, you can go get it. And when you need it, you're not going to incur a tax bill. And then you could think long-term, right? Retirement. I want a condo on the beach in Miami. And so I'm going to start saving for that, my retirement money, any kind of retirement accounts, your long-term investments. You then have the ability to take a little bit more risk. You know, you don't have to like, it won't keep you up at night if that money becomes volatile in the market, like that chunk of your life. We all know the markets go up and down, but in the end, they do go up. So if your house in Miami, that money is sort of, volatile and moving around, you you could still sleep at night knowing you got your son's wedding covered. Right. You know, so I think it helps to separate it. And then, of course, there's the whole legacy piece. You know, what do I want to leave to my kids? That money, too. I have the ability to take some risk with that because it's a long way off. So then you could take a shot on cloud computing and biotech and pharma and you want to go there, go. But you don't want to do that with the money you're going to need within the next three to five years.
0: Okay. And if you're someone who lost your job, I think, what, there's now 22 million unemployed people. Yes. You know, what What do you, obviously there's unemployment, there's the stimulus check, but how do you take this time or do you have any recommendations for taking this time and coming out the other end more educated, more experienced, you know, like standing shining with your resume? Like what, what can people do who are feeling a little helpless on that front?
1: So I think um, social is huge, right? LinkedIn, there's connecting with, connecting with peers, reconnecting with peers that you haven't talked to in a really long time. One of the things that I was going to suggest in the beginning, when you're building your team of trusted advisors, consider putting together a board and your board members, you know, while All the big blue chips pay their board members. People understand that smaller companies cannot often pay their board members, but maybe someone who's unfortunate, just lost their job, but has a wealth of knowledge, might want to donate some time because it keeps them in the loop, it keeps them busy, it keeps them connected, and there might be a time when you can start to pay them. Same for interns coming out of school. Tons of college kids are coming out with no jobs. Offer to intern. Get yourself in front of these business owners as much as you can. Get yourself out there. I think there's, we're very fortunate in a lot of ways that there's so much you can do from home. So much you could do. Content, as you know, is king. There's a lot. People just need to be creative. And sadly, in your own world, you have to think about pivoting, too. Just because you did something for the last 20 years doesn't mean that's what you have to do for the next 20. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Or or even for some of those college graduates, I recently delivered a message to them and I said, you know, your first job doesn't have to be your dream job, especially right now.
1: Oh, my God. I did. I audited. Like, <laughs> I, in hindsight, I would have eaten my own toenails if you asked me to before I ever took that job again. Totally. totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, This has been
0: awesome. I think your tips are going to go a long way. Is there anything else you wanted to relay for what what people can do to just feel a little bit more at ease and calm? I mean,
1: we have this amazing um, Business Owners Resilience Center. I'll send you the link actually. And there's just everything you need to help. And I, I think the biggest thing is reaching out. Like, you know, we've learned our lesson now that we really need to know the people at our local community banks We really need to get to know these kind of people for, God forbid, events going forward. You really do need to have some kind of an accountant, an attorney, an advisor in your corner at all times so all these people could help you make really good decisions. And I think, you know, everyone just needs to stay positive and look forward because this will end. And as I tell my my kids all the time, you know, it's the best thing as a parent because you're going to be able to say, I survived corona. You could do your homework. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I remember like uh right before I gave birth about 10 days before I gave birth I I got the flu and it was like the worst thing I had ever experienced and I just had to keep saying this will end. It can't go on forever. Right. And you know that holding on to that dim hope was, you know, something. Right. So I agree with you. This will end. It cannot continue and there will be another side it'll just look a lot different than how it looked before but I also think I keep putting stuff in perspective and not to get like what well, was me but you know my grandparents fled the holocaust
1: and moved exactly. to the U.S.
0: with nothing that was probably a lot more uncomfortable than what we're you know what a lot of people are dealing with right now
1: heck yeah I hear stories about m- my families from Italy the Spanish flu all the time there that you terrific right so you're absolutely right and The survivors come out on top in times like this, right? True entrepreneurs, people with gut and grit, they win in situations like this. And so everyone should just, you know, head down, look forward and really, I I don't know, and think towards the
0: future. So where can people, you graciously offered up your
1: contact me. How do people get in touch with you? Tracy.Burns, B-Y-R-N-E-S, at UDS.com And I will then send links to this Business Resilience Center. We have up-to-date information on what's happening with all these loans. We actually do expect um, them to approve a whole new bulk of money, anywhere from 250 to $400 billion for the payroll protection program. So just stay in touch. I'm happy to keep sending out um, updated information to keep people going.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Tracy, for your time, for your insights, and for your availability to all my listeners out there. Please email Tracy and flood her inbox with, please, please, please. with, with requests. <laughs> <laughs>